Hi, my name is Aileen and welcome to my podcast on everything hair loss. I'm a hairdresser, a wife, a mother, not a good cook, love gardening, and I'm going to give you all the information on funding that's available. If you're a hairdresser wanting to offer a hair scalp and wig clinic, or if you're a client suffering with hair loss, make sure to tune in over the next few weeks and get all the info. So now guys, welcome to my next episode of Hair Scalp and Wig Therapy. Today I have um, a fabulous lady and who is going to tell us her story about her cancer journey, her experiences wearing a wig, um, getting her hair cut off, and hopefully this will help people along their journey and also to give the hairdressers the knowledge on how to deliver these services. So welcome, Fiona. Thank you so, so much for doing this because I know it is so personal. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So how about you tell us sort of your diagnosis or your your experience? Yeah, so just to go back to, you know, I suppose, as you were saying, it is very personal. Um, and I suppose this, you know, me doing this podcast with you represents the safety that I feel in your company, having gone through the, you coming through this journey with me. Um, so, yes. So thank you, Aileen, for being part of that. Um, I suppose, yes, I was diagnosed December 2021. Um, and like, I suppose, all women, I suppose my my diagnosis was breast cancer. Um, and I suppose for women, a big part of our femininity is our breasts. And I, for me as well, was my hair. I had done my research. I'd be very much into research. Like everyone else, I feel everyone deserves the best service. So I was researching the best oncologist, the best plastic surgeons, the best breast surgeons, um, which led me then to the, my research followed up for the best hair pieces was with Aileen. I came across hair wig specialist and I felt, yeah, you know what? This is going to be a challenging time, but I need the best and I deserve the best. Um, Ah, so, thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I touched and uh, linked in with Aileen. Um, yeah, so I had my mastectomy in the January of 2022, knowing then that I was starting chemo in March. Um, Aileen and I met. She checked the texture of my hair, my hairstyle, what I liked about my hair, what I wanted from the wig and what were my hopes and expectations um, for me, I suppose the scariest part was losing my hair, which sounds ridiculous. I know, you know, if people are listening to this, you might be thinking, you know, getting the all clear or, you know, that um, going through the breast cancer. But, you know, if I was to bring it back to myself and what I said previously, the femininity around it, losing that, losing another part of myself was losing my hair like I was Every Saturday, you know, I would have my hair washed and blow dried. I really looked after my hair even previous to this with, you know, using proper shampoos. So this was a big thing for me and everyone's experience is different and everyone's goals are different. But I, I was adamant that I wanted a hair piece that um, would, I suppose, you know, maybe keep a part of identity that I didn't want to lose. There we go. Um, and when we met first, um, I remember on our first meeting, I explained to you about the different types of wigs, 
when you were going to lose your hair. And then we met up. Our second meeting was we made the decision that we were going to cut your hair because it had yeah. started to fall out, hadn't it? Just very likely. And yeah, then we made that meeting. And it was that was even the first meeting and the, the second meeting. They were so helpful because I suppose from an oncology point of view, the oncologists and the medical team are doing the medical stuff. So they're looking at cancer as in from a medical clinical setting. Whereas I felt with yourself, Eileen, even having those little tips, you know, when your scalp starts to tingle, this is when the hair is going to start going. And I suppose I hadn't been told that, you know, from my oncologist, but even having that little nugget of information was powerful because when it started tingling, there was no shock around it. Um, and I suppose you had predicted when I would lose it, you know, yeah. which was a great indicator. So a lot of people, um, it is sort of the 14th or 16th day. Now, it's not in stone, but different chemos are different. So a lot of the time I'd explain to you is the 14th or 16th day after the first chemo. And that's when just let people know it's sort of the pins and needles you get that experience. And then the hair starts to come out. Now, remember that day when I went down, guys, I went to Fiona's house to travel to her to cut her hair. And I know that was your husband was there on the day. It was very emotional. And I found it is as much being a hairdresser, we touch base with all our clients and everything. But to do something like this, it it does pull at the heartstrings. Mm -hmm. I remember your husband coming in in the middle of it and he just went over and kissed you. And I was like, (gasps) ah. You know, it it's so emotional. And then I said to Fiona, how about look at your hair being short? And remember, you said you're the image of one of your sisters. <laughs> but yeah. it was kind of, did you find that was nice to see you with short hair? So to explain to everyone, you always had really long, long hair. And you wouldn't have seen yourself with short hair before. No, no. And I, to be honest, when you suggested it, if I was to be very honest, I wasn't open to it. I think you even probably detected my bit of resistance around it it was uh, and I suppose I was in a headspace of where you know I was angry that my hair was being shaved um against my will but it was the you know it's so much more than cancer it's like the I suppose the personal I suppose just the body image around it but I like it was you know I suppose having you there doing it in a very gentle manner and you know trying to incorporate you know like when it is I remember you saying look when it starts to grow back now like we'll do the you know you can do these nice funky hairstyles um and I remember do I did look in the mirror and I you know at the time I looked and I went okay it's fine it's grand but I'd rather my long hair it was just that stubbornness around it but it was what was I suppose amazing was what I found is that um as you remember, Aileen, you had brought, we had decided on the week, but you had still brought three or four options. And it was more the texture of the wig that I picked. And like you colored it, you cut it. I remember my sister had taken the kids away and they, I hadn't told them because there was genuinely a part of me going, I don't know if I'll go through with this. And you reassuring me that if you don't, that's okay too. But I remember when my sister came home with the kids, they did not know. I suppose I had just probably I'd nearly that day remember going, I'd nearly rather do the mastectomy again than this because it was that heart wrenching for me. Yeah. But yet it was the the support like it's so much more than 
a salon giving you a week there was so much more other support around it and that was a fabulous when they they came in they couldn't believe that it was a wig wasn't it like that it was they didn't know yeah no my sister went you didn't go through with it so did you yeah and I went yeah it's that's this is the wig it's on me and she was like no and I remember that night, I suppose my kids being the ages they were at the time was 15 and 11. They had enough turmoil and I hadn't told them I was doing the hair. And I left the wig on a while and I went, mm, I went into bed with it going, will I tell them or not? And I slept in it the first night. And then I just very honestly, the following day, and I said, did you notice anything? And Katie said, did you have your hair washed and blow dried? And I said, it's actually my wig. And they couldn't believe it. So and I the reason I'm saying that is probably testament to the standards of the service that you do provide that I think even a neighbor saying to me even weeks ago, you know, about my hair growing back. And she said, you know, I didn't know you had a week for two or three weeks. till She said only that you told me. Yeah. And she was like, you'd have got away with not saying anything. And I said, well, it's not that I wouldn't be not saying anything I said but I just had to sit with it myself and you know get my own comfort around it before I should I think that's so important because I think it makes you feel like yourself you know that's would be my aim that is when I do the consultation with someone at first you know do you want to look like you do now you know what I mean and to get the nearest piece so a lot of the time you know salons ring me up and I want to order such piece I said be focused you know I don't offer like a week shop experience but I bespoke and this is what salons who've done my training and that's what they all offer is a bespoke service because we're hairdressers and we can cut them and style them it's great to hear that which is you know really good thank you and yeah. then if you sort of I suppose there's people here now that might be going through cancer and nervous about wearing a wig did you wear it all the time did you wear it on occasions did you wear it around the house um, and, and to be nervous around it is absolutely 100% normal for anyone that is going through it. It's, you know, it's not part of your normal life. It's a, incorporating a different routine to getting ready. Um, I suppose when I got more comfortable myself, I, you know, even found it was, I suppose, the bespoke piece that you had done for me, Aileen, as well, that it was comfortable. Even if I was out walking, it wasn't extremely sweaty um which some of them can be it was the the texture the hair the density that it was lighter um so all those things they yes they might cost that little bit extra but go for comfort because if you are going to be wearing it it is very important that it is comfortable um it was a an amazing option for me you know that if i didn't want to wear it that you know, I, I Aileen had guided me through the most comfortable hats to get. Um, she had, you know, given me all the information around, you know, my scalp at nighttime, um, the the other little hats to wear and things that if I felt and I I never even had to use these actually, that if it was moving or stuff, or that if it did get a bit loose but I never needed any tapes or anything it was such a good fit yeah I suppose to answer the question that it was just lovely to have that piece there for me that when I had wedding coming up when I was getting dressed up that I could put this on and look in the mirror and kind of go oh yeah that's Fiona that's what I used to look like um, and it was lovely to get moments of that throughout 
a very difficult journey. And it, I suppose when I was able, to, I got the hair piece that I was able to curl and straighten it. Um, so it was lovely just to have that. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter how much I wore it or not. It was just that I had it. It was perfect. And it was, I was able to use it for when I wanted it, you know, on if I was a Saturday going meeting the girls for lunch or dinner, that I was able to put it on, weddings, whatever. And there was plenty of occasions. So I did get a lot of wear out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You had a big family wedding in the middle of your journey. So that times like that is difficult. Yeah. 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 And then when your hair started to grow back. So, you know, you're you're out the other end, um, which is very positive, isn't it? It yeah, is, yeah. Um, which is really great. And your hair started growing back. So I would have explained to you then as well about the, I would so to say that anagen is there um, compared to alopecia or anything. When somebody's going through cancer, the minute the chemo finishes, the hair does shoot back fairly quickly. And yours did, didn't it? It started to come back. Yeah, yeah, it did. And I suppose it was lovely that you were able to provide that service even afterwards, that it wasn't just, you know, kind of cut off that I was able to link in again with you as regards. And I suppose even the useful tips to get, you know, for anyone else that is getting hair pieces that, you you know, that you're whoever's providing you which uh, this service like just to have those extra tips of the tonic you know that you provide um the nutrient the growing tonic. yeah yeah and the the tablets then the vitamins that i was able to take um the shampoos like all very important that was very important to me that i really did feel encouraged a healthy regrowth um so they're all very very important things but it does start growing back straight after the chemo I suppose yeah I suppose my own frustration is just that I wish it was longer sooner but it's getting there and as you were suggesting then the little the short little haircuts you know the I think you called it dusting is it yeah yeah so just to be able to go to my own hairdresser and you know say this is what has been suggested so it's it's a continuous journey but it's just it's about having all that information that offers security and reassurance no which is brilliant and I think it's lovely like your hair now is it's down to your shoulders now isn't it it's it's you know it's coming down the layers are coming down yeah and the important is I always say to people it's like deadheading the flowers if we well, on my gardening courses are <laughs> coming in, but if you deadhead the flowers, it shoots the you know the flower comes back up and it shoots up. So after you know when the hair does grow back, it's very important just to dust it. I'd say just take the tip off the hair, and it does strengthen the hair and shoots it you know to grow quicker and everything else. You were saying your first surgery was January twenty two, was it? So yeah, January twenty twenty two, and I remember even I had surgery afterwards, Aileen, and I was had messaged you that I was a bit concerned it was thinning after another surgery that I had had you know it was just suggestions that you had offered you know around that and I think it was more that that's normal you know when you've had a surgery that and it just bounced back again after that so it's just having for anyone that is going through the journey it's just about having that information um I always feel information knowledge is power um you know because huge results and I know one of my own sisters had big surgery there last year and I'd always say now you know for hairdressers out there you know give the likes of to say the Nutri Grow with Tonic is fabulous but check it out with your oncologist do you know what I mean because everybody's story can be different 
but all of the oncologists have come back so far all the clients have come back and yeah they said i can you know once the sort of treatment is finished someone could start the likes of this tonic which is brilliant and we're getting fabulous results so and any sort of surgery it does affect anesthetics like it does affect your whole system yeah you know and the hair is always firstly affected then so when you think about it since you're first diagnosed it's it's nearly two years now is it yeah it'll be two years December two years December like yeah so tell us now what are your plans are you all (laughs) are you finished um surgeries or do you have more no so one other surgery to go yeah so that'll be the reconstruction and um yeah so at least even from my previous surgeries that I have the information that you have offered already so yeah just I suppose it's an ongoing journey yeah just on treatment for five years now with a hormone inhibitor that would be very uh, I suppose people that are going through the journey will know that that what that is it's an estrogen blocker which propels you into menopause as well so things even like the menopause can have an effect on your hair regrowth as well as you well know um in the sense that I'm sure you have plenty of clients that maybe are going through the menopause and feel their hair is thinning so it's just about you know no more than um I suppose I would go to my oncologist for information or to you know my GP for information it was great to have you on this journey that I could go to you for the information around my hair which is very important to me as I'm sure it is to many other women and you know there is a solution for everything and it's about seeking out those resources and especially you know when you were guiding me with the funding that's available through my PRSI, checking out, you know, your advice about checking out my VHI plan to see what's covered and stuff like that. So all those things, you know, it's as I am, and I've always said it, I suppose, from the beginning, it's one thing to get a diagnosis, but there is so much more that it filters in through to your everyday life. And it's about just, you know, having having the information. Well, thank you so much. And I do think this is why I'm encouraging hairdressers the whole time with the online training, with the training. It's great to have the knowledge to give to the clients because, you know, people don't realize the funding is there. People, it helps. You know, it is great. And again, to be able to the VHI as well. So there's so many different angles, you know, and so important to give the right knowledge on the products, the vitamins, you know, the types of wigs. So come here, Fiona. Thanks so much. It's been really, hopefully this has touched a lot of people um i know there's so many ladies out there going through the similar journey as yourself it's just lovely to get really honest feedback you know so thanks a million for doing this and, and thank you and just for anyone i suppose that is out there yeah definitely look up aileen or you know where i would definitely be asked saying to anyone um and i suppose this just comes from a personal point of view that i suppose you know, like all of us, we want the best service, we want the best treatment. And that can be, you know, from a medical point of view, for me, it was definitely from a medical point of view and a hair point of view. So just do your research. I think, you know, if you're going to a hair salon that has been trained by Aileen, definitely would be recommending it because, you know, it's a difficult time and we all deserve the best, you know, so and it is something that you are going to have to wear for whatever amount of time. Um, and it's about being com- comfort is key when you're going through chemo and cancer. Ah, it is. So listen, thanks a million, Fiona. Thank and, you, you know, it's been really lovely to do this. So thanks a million.
I know there's lots of hairdressers out there that are in the same situation. So I'm here to give you all the knowledge, how to go about funding, how to offer your clients funding. So whether they have a medical card, pain PRSI, we can offer our clients this service. Make sure to tune in over the next few weeks and get all the info.